Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here once again and you're very welcome as you listen to the worship service for Sunday the 12th of July. We are of course working on reopening the church but that won't be coming until the end of the summer period and we'll give you more details whenever a firm date has been set. But at the moment we're working through the guidelines and preparing everything so that we can open as safely as possible. That probably means that we'll be able to fit only about 40 people within the main church building and therefore numbers will be restricted whenever we do open again. But we'll give you more details of that near the time. Today our theme is worship and we're looking together at how we can move to the higher ground of worshipping God, moving closer to God so that we honour him and praise him. We're looking at this whole idea of even though we are in separate places, somehow through the Holy Spirit we're able to worship together. As usual, a number of people will be taking part in our service. Uh, Heather Divine and Amy Divine will read from God's Word. Heather from John chapter 4 and Amy from Psalm 100. Eileen will play a medley of a couple of pieces. And Lynn McGowan will lead us in the Lord's Prayer. Do remember also that the Bible study on Philippians chapter 4 will be available from Wednesday on the same place. Uh, so... As we come together in spirit and in truth, let us worship God today. Welcome to Burnside at Home. Every Sunday, whenever I say that little phrase at the beginning of our service, there's always a hint of sadness in my heart. Because I know that as I say that phrase and welcome you to worship with me, I'm about to walk into this empty building. The pews are empty, there's nobody here, everything is quiet and it's me on my own talking into a mobile phone and it seems the strangest of things to be doing and I just long for the day whenever we are back together and we're able to worship together. Not longing for the socially distant worship that we're allowed to do at the moment but longing to be together, to talk together, to interact with each other as we arrive and as we leave, to tell each other stories and, and to speak together. So there's that hint of sadness right at the start as I say, welcome to Burnside at home. But then as I begin to lead worship and to lead you in worship wherever you happen to be today, something spiritual happens. Because we begin to worship together. And that is an incredible experience. And very soon I forget that the building is empty. Very soon I forget that I'm on my own. Because the Holy Spirit is connecting us in our worship. Jesus put it like this whenever he spoke to the woman at the well in John chapter 4. He said, God is spirit and those who worship him worship in spirit and in truth. Now, if we were relying on the fact that we had to be together at the same time to be able to worship God, then we would have been in great trouble over these last number of weeks during lockdown. But because we worship in spirit and in truth, strangely, we're able to worship like this. Now, it's not as good as coming together to worship, but it still works. 
Because even though we are in different places, and even though we're all at different times, because this is pre-recorded during the week, and you are following along perhaps over the weekend or even during the next week, because the Holy Spirit is involved, and because we're worshipping through spirit and truth, the mystery happens that we worship God together and God speaks to us. And many of you have been saying throughout this period of lockdown about the way that the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you through the services. Some of you have said, look, that particular service on that particular Sunday was directed right at me. God truly spoke to me. Maybe it was through the hymns or through the Bible reading or through the message that was brought. But God speaks to us and God encourages us and God directs us. So I thought today... Let's think a little bit about worship and how we can move to that higher ground of worship. Because we walk about on the earth day by day, but whenever we worship, we're lifted up by God's Holy Spirit. We're placed on a higher ground, as it were, because we're suddenly closer to God. We meet with him. Now, I know that we worship God all day long, and I'll be saying a little bit about that later on in the service. But whenever we come together like this to worship, we are being drawn closer to God, and we are experiencing him in a different way. So today during our service, that's what we're going to think about, how we can move to that higher ground with God in worship. We're going to base that uh, around a little bit around Psalm 100, uh, the old 100th Psalm. We're going to sing a, an incredibly powerful version of it right at the very end of our service, but we're going to read from it just now. And then after we've read from Psalm 100, uh, we're going to sing a hymn, one that I don't think we've used it for a long time in Burnside. But it's a hymn that simply says, Come, now is the time to worship. Wherever you happen to be, whatever time it happens to be, come. Now is the time to worship God. And so we're going to worship in spirit and in truth in God's presence together. So let us worship God together today. Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen. I see you are a prophet, sir, the woman said. My Samaritan ancestors worshipped God on this mountain, but you Jews say that Jerusalem is the place where we should worship God. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the time will come when people will not worship the Father, either on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans do not really know whom you worship, but we Jews know whom we worship because it is from the Jews that salvation comes. 
But the time is coming, and is already here, when by the power of God's Spirit, people will worship the Father as he really is, offering him the true worship that he wants. God is Spirit, and only by the power of his Spirit can people worship him as he really is. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah will come, and when he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus answered, I am he, I who am talking with you. Sing to the Lord, all the world. Worship the Lord with joy. Come before him with happy songs. Never forget that the Lord is God. He made us and we belong to him. We are his people, we are his flock. Enter the temple gates with thanksgiving. Go into its courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise him. The Lord is good, his love is eternal, and his faithfulness lasts forever. If you can get onto higher ground, you always get a better view. If there's something happening, it's a good idea to try and climb somewhere, and then you can look out over the area and you can see what's going on. So in the past, whenever castles were built, they were built on a high spot. And then from the tower of the castle, which was even higher, you could look down and you could see all that was going on around. Where our building is here in Burnside and Port Stewart, we're on a hill. So if you want to see what's going on out at sea, or you want to see anything that's happening within uh, the town, then you come up to the church and you stand on the front door of the church and you get a great view out over Donegal, out over the beach, out over the town. Whenever there are fireworks taking place in Port Stewart, here's a little tip for you. The best place to watch them from is from the church car park. And quite often you do see the odd car coming into the car park and sitting and watching the fireworks because you're out of the crowds. You get a quick getaway if you're wanting to get home and you see everything that's going on. So today we're thinking about worship and we're thinking about moving to higher ground of worship. And the idea behind that is that if we get to the higher ground of worship, we get a better view. We get a better view of what worship is all about, but we get a better view of God from that higher ground of worship. And we've been thinking about worshipping in spirit and in truth. And as Jesus said in John chapter 4, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. And so as we seek to worship today in spirit and in truth, we want to ask ourselves, how do we worship? Is there anything that we can do that would make our worship better, uh, that would make our time of worship more special, that would enable us to get onto the higher ground so that we get a better view of God? Now, if you think about Luke chapter 7, there we have the woman who came and uh, fell at Jesus' feet, and she wept at his feet and washed his feet with her tears dried his feet with her hair, poured out the expensive perfume upon him. That was an act of extravagant worship, where she simply gave everything that she had to worship Jesus and to let him know how much she adored him. And it's very seldom that our worship ever gets to that sort of level whenever it comes to Jesus. Maybe in a private moment. But whenever we come together to worship, that somehow doesn't seem appropriate. It doesn't seem to be the way that we worship. 
So what can we do to try and enhance our worship? What can we do to raise up to the higher ground and meet with God? What actions can we take in order to benefit from them? Well, I want to say that the first thing that perhaps we need to be whenever it comes to worship is we need to be consistent. We need to be consistent. If you come to worship God on a Sunday and that's the only time that you've worshipped him that week, then your worship will be lacking. You're starting off from a much lower position than you really could be. But if we are consistent in our worship, in other words, if we can worship God throughout the week, then we're already climbing. And whenever it comes to Sunday and our special time of worship, we're starting off from a higher position. We're closer to God already. We've already put some hard work in to get to that position throughout the week. And so consistency is important. It's why sometimes there seems to be more blessing at an evening service than there is at a morning service. We've already met together in the morning. Our hearts have been warmed up, as it were, in the morning service, and we're more ready to listen to what God has to say to us in the evening service. Now, do not get me wrong. I'm not saying that we're whipping people up in an atmosphere, and therefore... They, they, they think things are happening. That's not what I'm saying. But we're worshipping in spirit. And the closer we get to the spirit, and the more we know the spirit, and the more time we spend with the spirit throughout the week, means that we're ready to receive the blessing on a Sunday. It's why there's often blessing whenever we go to a conference, or whenever we go to a, a week event, like perhaps the, the Keswick at Port Stewart or New Horizons. And we go day by day, maybe morning and evening. Bible readings in the morning, celebration in the evening. And by the end of the week, there has been a tremendous sense of blessing from God because we've been consistent. We've been putting ourselves in the right place, ready to receive that blessing. We practice during the week what also happens at the weekend. And so if we can be consistent in our worship, then that will make a huge difference. Remember what God said in Amos chapter 5 whenever we looked at it a few weeks ago. And he was complaining to the Israelites and he was saying to them, I hate, I despise your religious feasts. I cannot stand your assemblies. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring me choice fellowship offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs. I not listen to the music of your heart. But let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-ending stream. In other words, God was saying to the Israelites through the prophet Amos, you do all these things, but it's not worship. Your heart's not in it. You're not doing it consistently. You're going out during the week and doing whatever you want, and then you turn to me at the weekend, and whenever you offer me worship, it is meaningless. It is pointless. David says in the Psalms, in Psalm 145, every day I will bless you. He even said in Psalm 119, seven times a day I praise you. It's consistent worship. And whenever we worship consistently, we move to that higher ground and we draw close to God. So our worship needs to be consistent. 
Secondly, whenever we come to worship, we need to be expectant. We need to be expectant. God has made promises to us that he will meet with us. He has made promises to us that whenever we call out to him, he hears and he answers. He's made promises to us that whenever we come into his presence, he will be there to bless us. And so whenever we come, we need to be expectant that God is going to be there with us, that God is going to speak to us. Whenever we worship, we shouldn't just sit there and wait and see what happens. We should be expectantly waiting on God. And that goes for our worship at the moment. Maybe even more so our worship at the moment. What do you expect to happen in this time of worship that we're spending together today? Even though we're apart, even though it's through the internet and we're not gathered in the building... Have you approached this with the expectation that God is going to speak to you? Because that's what we need to do. I try to come every week as I record this service with the expectation that God is going to say something through this service. As I prepare to the, the service at home and then as I come to the church to record it, I pray each week that I would have that expectation that God is going to work and God is going to move. And so as we approach worship, we need to come with that same expectation. It's very easy just to put this on and pretend it's a television program and allow it to go on in the background to be checking your messages or sending a text or doing something else while all this is going on. But we need to be expectant that God is going to speak to us. Matthew 18, we read, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. And so today we don't gather physically, but we gather spiritually. And we have that expectation that God is going to be in the midst of us. And he will bless us today through his word as we worship and as we praise him. James tells us in James chapter 4, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So today, let's come with that expectation that we're going to move closer to God. We're going to climb higher in our worship and God will come near to us in that process of worshiping him and praising him. We need to have the expectation that God is going to work. I heard the story once of Hudson Taylor. And Hudson Taylor was on a ship and they were traveling. And uh, the ship, the, the, there was no wind. The ship wasn't being driven along anymore. And the, the ship began to uh, float and drift towards an island. On the island, there were cannibals. And they were waiting for the ship to drift ashore. They could see it getting closer and closer. And they were expecting that the meal of, of the people on board, Hudson Taylor being one of them. And the captain of the ship knew who Hudson Taylor was, that great missionary to China, and said to him, go and pray to your God. Pray to your God that we'll be saved. And Hudson Taylor said to the captain, I'm not going to pray unless you put your sails up. And the captain said, but there's no wind. There's, there's no point putting my sails up. There, there's nothing happening here. Just go and pray. Pray that we'll be saved from here. 
And Taylor said, no, I'm not praying until you put the sails up. So the captain put the sails up. Hudson Taylor went below deck and he started to pray that uh, God would save them. Then in the midst of his prayer, he got a shout from the captain. He was shouting, are you still praying for wind? And Hudson Taylor shouted back, yes, I'm praying. And the captain said, well, you better stop praying because we've got more wind than we can cope with here. They had the expectation of putting the seals up for the wind to come. So today, as we worship, come with expectation. Put your seal up to catch the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing through this worship and be ready when God comes near to us in our worship. Next thing that we need to see is not just consistency and expectation, but we need to be intentional in our worship. We need to be intentional in what we're doing here. We're not just sitting back and allowing worship to happen. We're intentionally coming to God, meeting with God, listening to him, searching for him. God has made us with a purpose to want to worship, to worship him, to glorify him, to honor him. This time of worship, it's not about us. We're not just here so that we're being fed and so that we are equipped for this week ahead and we've been encouraged in our faith, although that will happen whenever we worship. But our worship is about God. We're offering something to God here. We come with the intention of serving God in this worship. And if we're just sitting back and allowing it to float over our heads, we're not really coming with that intention. It's not about us. It is about the Lord God Almighty. In Hebrews 13, and verses 15 and 16, we read, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. We come to offer to God our sacrifice of praise, to honor him with our lives. That's the intention of meeting together. That's the intention of our worship. We've been thinking about Psalm 100 and we're going to sing it at the end of our time together. Psalm 100 verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. That's our intention as we worship. To come to God, to praise him, to thank him, to honor him, to glorify him today. Again, Psalm 106, the psalmist says, Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Come with that intention of thanking God and praising him today. Then fourthly, I've got five points today. So the fourth thing as we come to worship is we need to be focused. And this naturally flows out of the idea of being intentional in our worship, to be focused on God. Anytime that we pursue God, Satan will come and he will try to distract us. He will try to bring other things in our way so that we don't manage to worship God. It used to be a Sunday whenever we would come together and you'd be about to get ready to go to church and something else would crop up. And Satan would try to put something in your way. Maybe it would be a Saturday night and you'd be out and you'd be late and you'd be tired. And Sunday morning comes around and you just want to lie in. We 
We need to be focused on God because Satan will do all that he can to distract us. Now, it's quite simple that whenever we start to worship like this, the phone will ring or a text will arrive or there'll be something else that we need to do and we don't get round to worshiping God. And as lockdown eases now, there's all sorts of other things that we can be doing other than worshiping God. And so we need to be focused and make sure that we have time. It doesn't have to be at 11 o'clock whenever we normally would have met together. But it's important that we set aside time and that we are focused on God as we worship him. We sang that little chorus earlier in the service, Focus my eyes on you, Lord where we look to God and we see him and we realize that that's what's important about our worship. It's not important about the hymns that we sing. It's not important about the the things that happen in the service. It's important that we are focused on God and that we see him clearly. And then finally, we need to be engaged. And being engaged in our worship is much, much easier whenever we're together in the one building. It's a little bit more difficult whenever we're separated. And I think perhaps this is the one that is more difficult on our own. Being engaged, engaged in spirit and in soul and in body. We have to worship God in spirit and in truth. But we need to have all of our life engaged in that process. We need to make an effort to work at this worship. It doesn't just stop with spirit. Every part of us needs to be engaged in our worship experience. Psalm 103, the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The psalmist is reminding himself that as he worships God, there are so many benefits that come into his life. And so he's engaged in the process. He's he's looking at the benefits. He's seeing what God is doing. And perhaps that's what we need to do today. Are you engaged in this worship? Are you engaging right now with what God is saying to you? It's very easy to be distracted as we worship God. One of the the best things that we can do, I suppose, to be intentional and to be focused and to be engaged in our worship is to have our Bible open and, and look at our Bible whenever God is speaking to us and see what he's saying. Have a little notebook where you can write down what God is saying to you today. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that you need to take notes on a sermon. Sometimes that's not the most helpful thing that you can do. Sometimes it's better to be engaged with the sermon and then as God says something to you, write that particular thing down so that you remember it. What did God say to you last week in this time of worship? I'm sure he said something. I'm sure that as you were worshiping last week, You thought to yourself, yes, God has said that to me. What did he say? Do you remember? Can you remember? Can you even remember what last week's service was all about? Well, it's important that we do remember what God says to us. So don't worry about all the points. Don't worry about these five different words that I'm saying to you today. Worry about what God has said to your heart. Engage with him. Write that one little phrase down and take that with you the rest of this week. That you engage with God and know what he's saying. Psalm 111. Psalmist says, praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. 
in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. Whole heart worship is engaging. Half-hearted worship is not really engaged. We're listening to God, but we're listening other places as well. But whole heart worship is engaging. We're with God. Psalm 150 and verse 6 we say, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's the important thing today. That everything that has breath should praise the Lord. All people that on earth do dwell to come and worship God and to praise him. So if we want to lift our worship up to that higher ground to start to get draw close to God so that he draws close to us, be consistent every day in worshiping God. Be expectant. Expect that God will speak and listen to him, waiting for him to speak. Be intentional. Make sure that you are planning your worship. You don't just arrive by accident. Be focused. Looking to God, be engaged with Him, working with Him. So let's pray together and ask God for these things together. Heavenly Father, as we worship you, help us, Lord, to be consistent day by day to draw close to you. Help us, Lord, to come with expectation that you will speak and you will be with us. Help us, Lord, to be intentional that everything that we do in worship is drawing us closer to you. Help us, Lord, to be focused upon you, that we look at you and we're not distracted by the things that the world would try to throw in our way. And help us, Lord, to be engaged in spirit, but in heart and mind and body also, that we would hear what you have to say, that we would listen to it, and then put it into action. For Lord, we ask these things now in your name. Amen. We're going to finish our service now by singing Psalm 100. Uh, we're singing it to the old 100th. And uh, this is a recording of this psalm from a sing conference that uh, Keith and Kristen Getty organized uh, a couple of years ago in America. It was all based around the psalms. And they sang the old 100th unaccompanied. And it is a powerful psalm, especially sung like this. Now, what normally happens at the end of our services, we have our final item of praise, and then I pronounce the benediction, and then we go straight into the Getty family hymn sing. And I know that you love that hymn sing and I know it cheers you and I know it's a, a wonderful thing. The Getty family hymn sing is going to come after this hymn. But I, I want you to do two things. First of all, I'm not pronouncing the benediction at the end. This hymn is the benediction. This hymn is the blessing. And what used to happen years ago in Presbyterian churches maybe even before my time of worshipping, would be that at the end of the service, there would be silence. And people would get up from their pew and they would walk out of the church in silence. They wouldn't speak to the other people around them. They wouldn't say, hello, how are you? I suppose it's maybe where Presbyterians get that dirt reputation from. But 
the weight of God's glory would be so heavy upon them, having worshipped God and having sat under his word, that they would just get up in silence and walk out of the building, knowing that they had met with the Lord God Almighty and that they had some serious work to do in their own hearts because of that meeting and because of what that meant. So it's difficult nowadays to encourage that type of thing to happen after a service because then it looks as if we don't care about others and we just walk out. So because we're not here, this gives us an opportunity to do this today. So at the end of the singing of this psalm, just pause. Pause the, the, the recording and just take a moment. Take a moment of silence. Take as long as you need of silence and consider the weight of God's glory upon you today. Having met with him in this worship, having worshipped him in spirit and in truth, knowing that we have met through the Holy Spirit and we've had this call for all people that on earth do dwell, sing to the Lord. And we've rejoiced and we've praised him. And we thought of the blessing of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit upon us. Just simply pause. Wait in the silence. See what God says to you today. And then once you've taken a moment or two, or maybe a bit longer, to think about God and to meditate upon these things and to contemplate these things, then go on and watch the Gettys and enjoy that family and enjoy how they praise God but don't miss out I, I urge you just press pause and play I listened to this hymn in preparation and it, it was so emotional to praise God in this way and to just come before him and to allow his holy presence into your heart just Come with expectation to meet him as we sing. If welcoming everyone to worship whenever the building is empty is a strange experience week by week, I think standing beside an empty offering plate and giving thanks to God is also a very strange thing to be doing. And yet I do want to stress yet again how grateful we are and how thankful we are for your generosity in giving towards the congregation during these days. Just this past week, somebody phoned up and said, can I leave in some envelopes uh, that they've been filling up since the beginning of lockdown? And that was wonderful. And I want to thank you for your generosity. But we come to give thanks to God and we ask him to take your offerings and to use them to his glory. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify your name this day, that you are the Almighty, from everlasting to everlasting. You're the one who reigns on high, and we come humbly as we worship you today. Lord, as we worship, we bring our offerings to you, whether that is in the envelope that we have filled and we have delivered, or whether it's by the standing order, or whatever way it is. We give to you, Lord, because you have given us so much. 
And therefore, Lord, as we return our thanks to you in worship, we come into your gates with thanksgiving and with praise. And we ask you, Lord, to take these, our offerings, and to use them now for your glory and your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today we come to God in prayer once again and we're bringing our prayers for others and uh, what is our response to all that's happening in the world at the moment? There's so much going on it's hard to keep track of all the things and there is again that sense that we despair at what we see and yet if you remember a couple of weeks ago whenever we were looking at Amos chapter 5 we said that the Christian response to injustice in the world was to lament that the injustice was taking place to repent of our own part in that injustice and then to ask God to intervene. So as we come with our prayers for others today, that's our approach. We want to lament, repent, and pray that God would intervene. So let us pray together. Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, we bring the needs of others to you. And we thank you, Lord, that you are the one who can intervene. You are the one who is all-powerful. You are the one who is sovereign. And so as we call out to you today, we recognize, Lord, that we don't do that in vain, but we come to the one who is in control and can do all things. Lord, we want to give you thanks today that the lockdown measures are beginning to ease. We want to give you thanks for the new freedoms that we have, the opportunities that we have to meet on a limited basis, and the things that we're able to do that we weren't able to do a few weeks ago. Lord, we do lament today as we look around and we see many who seem to be abusing these newfound freedoms. And we worry, Lord, for ourselves and for our society and for the spread of this virus. We pray, Lord, for your protection upon us. We pray, Lord, that you would come and intervene and that people would see the need to uh, be careful in all that they do. And we pray, Lord, that with these newfound freedoms, uh, people would look to you and seek you and find you in these times. 
Pray, Lord, for our government as well. And we lament, Lord, at what we see in the divisions among our government and their lack of being able to work together and being able to support one another. And Lord, we repent of any attitudes that we have and actions that we have taken that would cause divisions in society. And we ask, Lord, for you to come and work through our government. We pray that our politicians and our leaders would turn to you and find hope in you, that they would want to honour you with the decisions that they take. And we pray, Lord, that your name would be lifted up in this land in all that happens. Lord, we see so many areas of concern as well. We see many, Lord, who are in poverty at this time in our own land. Those, Lord, who are worried about their employment. Those, Lord, who are concerned that the jobs they once thought were secure are going to disappear. Those, Lord, who have lost so much through business over these past number of months and are worried about how they're going to continue. We lament for these things, Lord. And we pray that we might be able to help in whatever way we can by supporting those businesses, by helping those who are in need. And we pray, Lord, that you would work through your people, that you would show us a need and that we would meet that need, that we would be willing, Lord, to go the extra mile and to help those who are in need. Lord, we pray also at this time for those who have been bereaved and those who are suffering loneliness on their own. And we think, Lord, because of the, the COVID-19 restrictions and the lack of being able to meet together at times of sorrow, we lament, Lord, that people are on their own and people are suffering because of bereavement. And we pray, Lord, that you would minister into hearts that you would help those, Lord, who are in great need at this time and that you would draw alongside them. Be their comfort and strength. and Be their tower, Lord, where they feel safe and they can trust in you. So, Lord, as we lament all these things, we do rejoice that you are our God, that you are the one who can be trusted. And so we rely upon you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we come to God's word today, we're going to sing together again. And we're going to sing a, a hymn that we've come to know well over the last few years. 10,000 reasons. Bless the Lord, O my soul. As we continue to think about how we worship God, we have so much to give thanks to him for today. Boys and girls, whenever we used to worship together before lockdown, uh, there was something that was very important every week within our service, and it was this. It was the order of service, and it clearly states what's happening uh, throughout the service so that everyone who's taking part knows what's going on and when certain things are happening. And every week we produce one of these for the morning and evening service, and we would follow it. And then uh, Eileen would know whenever I was announcing a hymn what was coming up. The people lifting the offering would know when that was going to take place. And so on and so forth. Now, because, since lockdown and I'm recording the services at the church, this isn't quite so important anymore. And instead of one little sheet showing you what's happening... Now I have lots and lots of sheets for every particular service. 
And as I go through and record the service, I cut little bits out of some of the sheets. There's other ones that I start to score off whenever I've recorded something. And everything is down on these sheets uh, that I can look at and see what needs to be done, what needs to be said. Because sometimes it's very hard to remember, have I recorded that bit? Have I not recorded it? Has that bit been done? When does this bit fit into the service? Or I've gone through and recorded everything and, and forgotten to read the Bible or I've forgotten to announce a hymn or, or something like that. So everything's printed out on sheets now and everything's cut up and scored off so that I can keep track of it. But whichever way we're doing a service, neither of those two ways make sure that we're actually worshipping God. Neither of those two ways ensure that we're coming close to God. It doesn't matter what you have planned out on a sheet of paper. Unless our hearts are in the right place, then we won't meet with God and we won't worship him. The most important thing about worshipping God is that we come with hearts that are open to listen to him and to hear what he has to say. If we come whenever it's time to worship and we're grumpy and we're concerned about other things, then we're not thinking about God. If we come to worship and we're preoccupied with something that we're excited about or that we're wanting to get to, then we're not truly worshipping God. So it's important not that we follow a set order whenever we come to worship, but it's important that we're open to listen and to hear what God has to say. And whenever we do that, then our worship is pleasing to God. Imagine you go and uh, visit a friend and you're there at your friend's house and there's something on television and every time you're talking to your friend, everything, every time you're trying to do something, they're slightly distracted. They're just watching over at the television. They're watching what's going on. They're trying to hear what's going on in the television. They're not really interested in you. That's not a great friendship, is it? And God is similar with us. He wants us to give him our full attention. And so we're going to sing a little chorus now. Focus my eyes on you, Lord. Where we look at God and we see him and we worship him and offer him our worship and we draw near to him. So uh, let's sing it together. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here, and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. 
Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced. But as long as we're allowed to, we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services, but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible, we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week. If you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd, then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive, we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitise your hands as you enter the building, even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. Uh, please observe two metre distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signalled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. Uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore, you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elaine Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. 
So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week if you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitise your hands as you enter the building even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. Uh, please observe two metre distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signalled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. Uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elian Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. 
please don't feel compelled to come to the first week if you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go when you arrive we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitize your hands as you enter the building even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed the disabled toilet will be available for emergencies uh, please observe two meter distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signaled to proceed by the stewards uh, of course there'll be no shaking of hands uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore, you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elian Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week if you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive, we ask you to wear a face covering 
and to sanitize your hands as you enter the building, even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. Uh, please observe two metre distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signalled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. Uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elian Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week. If you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd, then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive, we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitise your hands as you enter the building, even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. 
Uh, please observe two meter distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signaled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. Uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore, you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elian Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week if you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitise your hands as you enter the building even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. Uh, please observe two metre distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signalled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. 
to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore, you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elian Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week if you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive, we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitise your hands as you enter the building, even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. Uh, please observe two metre distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signalled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. Uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. 
Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness, and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elaine Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned, uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Thank you to Stephen for bringing God's word to us today. And now at the end of our service, we have the blessing. May the grace of Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, both now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you to Stephen for bringing God's word to us today. And now at the end of our service, we have the blessing. May the grace of Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, both now and forevermore. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week. If you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd, then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive, we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitise your hands as you enter the building, even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. 
Uh, please observe two meter distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signaled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. Uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore, you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elaine Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. Welcome to Burnside at Home. It's Richard here and it's great to be with you again for the entire service today after being on holiday for a few weeks. We spent just over a week in Keswick in the Lake District in our caravan and we've returned home safely. Deidre is back to school making preparations for the pupils returning and I'm making preparations for the reopening of our church building so that you can join with us in person once again. Obviously things change very quickly and there's always the possibility of a local lockdown being introduced but as long as we're allowed to we plan to start services in Burnside at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. So that will be morning only services at 11am on Sunday the 6th of September. We want to welcome you to our services but please bear in mind that to keep everyone as safe as possible we have had to change things. Please don't feel compelled to come to the first week if you uh, feel uncomfortable joining with a crowd then we'd rather start with small numbers and then slowly build up over the weeks and see how things go. When you arrive, we ask you to wear a face covering and to sanitise your hands as you enter the building, even if you have already washed your hands before leaving home. Uh, keep any coats with you as cloakroom and toilets will be closed. The disabled toilet will be available for emergencies. Uh, please observe two metre distancing at all times uh, by waiting at the markers on the floor until signalled to proceed by the stewards. Uh, of course, there'll be no shaking of hands. 
uh, to minimise people walking past each other within the building, you will be assigned to a pew to sit in. We'll be starting at the front of the church and we'll be working our way towards the back. Uh, and please do sit where you are instructed to do so. Please do not touch door handles, surfaces, backs of pews or anything uh, like that while you're in the building. Doors will be open for you and they'll be kept open uh, to increase ventilation. So therefore, you may want to dress appropriately if it's a little cooler. Uh, you may want to bring your own Bible as pew Bibles and hymn books and announcement sheets will not be available. Uh, the service will be shorter than usual to minimise the amount of time that we spend together, probably about half an hour the first week. Uh, singing will only be very quietly done uh, for quiet pieces and it will be kept to a minimum. Uh, we'll empty the church from the rear pew first, again to minimise walking past each other. Uh, please wait until instructed to do so and maintain two metre distancing. Please don't stop to talk until you're outside of the building in the car park. Sounds like an awful lot of regulations, but we want everyone to be as safe as possible. So what's coming up in our service today? Well, today our theme is about forgiveness and we're going to ask why do we find it so difficult to forgive? We're going to look at the life of David and how David, when he was confronted with his sin, came to God and found forgiveness. Elian Howard is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer and Derek Burrell is going to read from Psalm 43. Please also remember that when songs are mentioned uh, they will not be included in this recording. And also the Beside the Burn Bible study will be back this week and should be available here on Wednesday. So let us worship God together. <laughs> 